0: Hello, welcome to Stafford Speak, a new podcast for the county town. My name's James Wood and for 28 of my 30 years, I've lived in the area and consider myself to be a proud Staffordian. So what's this all about? Well, every week I'll be chatting about local issues that affect us all. And in this episode, I'm starting from the top. Between April last year and March of this year, the government carried out something called a well-being survey, asking people questions about how satisfied they feel in life on a range of issues. And apparently, Stafford is the least happy place in the county. The Office for National Statistics carried out the survey on a scale of 1 to 10 and ranked Stafford at a 7.2. So to put this into context, the national average is 7.7 with Stoke-on-Trent scoring 7.5 and Wolverhampton 7.1. If you're wondering, the happiest place in the UK is apparently Craven in Yorkshire at 8.4 and Staffordshire's happiest place is apparently the Moorlands district hitting a bang average 7.7. So is our little town that bad? Are we all depressed and unhappy? Well, a lot of people I speak to don't think a lot goes on here. In a town of over 65,000 people, here's some of the latest news this week. Stafford Man to appear on Come Dine with me. Dog gets new coat in blatant PR stunt by multinational conglomerate. Mayor opens new clothes shop. Hmm. I suppose there are a few issues around the town at the minute. You've got to start really at Stafford Hospital. I mean, Where do you start with that? Well, actually, you start in November 2010 and the Francis Inquiry, looking into higher than expected deaths at the hospital between 2005 and 2008. And despite improving standards, there was still a £40 million overspend there last year. Then there's the demise of the town centre, or what many people I speak to see as the demise of the town centre, arguably triggered by the shift to the new Riverside shopping centre and the resulting rise in empty retail units. Or there's the things like the fact that the Guildhall's footfall is down almost 10% in the past year and also the Shire Hall's been empty since July. Adding to that the 18-month Kingsmead car park and Morrison saga, what about an increase in traffic, potholes and roadworks making travelling around the town increasingly frustrating and causing Stafford FM's traffic reporter to work unprecedented levels of overtime? Then you've got the closure of the university site at Beaconside and the gym for a few months, of course. I'm glad they saw and reopen that one. And finally you've got the building of hundreds of new houses and for what I can see at least no new sufficient infrastructure to support these things like schools, roads, doctor surgeries to accommodate them. Hey there's loads and loads of talking points there far too much for this first podcast alone and I'll focus on them all individually in upcoming episodes in more detail but today I'm asking is Stafford that bad a place? The Office for National Statistics seem to think so but I disagree. My fellow staff audience, I am proud to say I come from this town and I am proud to say that I come from Stafford. After all, we're the county town. There's a thousand mile county named after us. We've got our own flag. Not one, but two motorway junctions. Yeah, Stoke, we've got as many as you. And we've even still got our own wimpy bar. So, here are a dozen reasons to love Stafford. Number one, the High House. I went to Amsterdam in August and went into quite a few high houses there, but nothing compares to this one. Built in 1594 as ye oldy savers to distribute remedies for smallpox, the high house is older than the Taj Mahal, St Paul's Cathedral and even the Rolling Stones. So next time you walk past, please consider looking up and not just scuttling into McDonald's for the 99p saver menu. That's because you'll see the largest timber-framed townhouse in all of England. So please take note Bishop's House in Sheffield and Wilden Hall House in Kent. Hashtag bragging rights. Number two, Stafford Station. When it lacks in charm, it makes up for in grey concrete. And whilst it's easier to lick your own elbow than get a car parking space at the front of it when you're dropping somebody off, it does really spoil us. I mean, Birmingham's 30 minutes away, Manchester is an hour, or if you're feeling posh, London, 1 hour 20. I think we take this place for granted. Number three, Victoria Park. With the majestic river south flowing through it, its grassy banks are the perfect place for a whole host of anti-social behaviour all year round. Featuring attractions like an aviary, that's where birds live, a seven metre high climbing net and even a kick-ass bowling green, this 13 acre park has won a Green Flag Award, which is a big deal in horticultural terms, I think. So get out there, enjoy it. I work in the black country and trust me, most of the parks up there are <laughs> Number four, the soup kitchen. I've never been in. In fact, I hate Church Lane. It's where my dentist is, so I associate it with pain and misery. But I've heard good things about this historic little establishment. Here's some online reviews. The scones scones were excellent. Good variety of coffee. Correct portion sizes. It does indeed sound tempting, but until they start doing beer and a burger for a fiver, I think I'll hold off. (laughs) Number five, the Stafford 10K. Around 3,000 runners took part in this year's event. There was spandex as far as the eye could see. Well done to James Skelton, the overall winner, and to me, an amazing time of 33 minutes. If, like me, you use the Imperial system, 10k is just over 6 miles, and that's the distance from, say, Nando's to Little Haywood. And to be honest, the thought of running that scares the crap out of me. But a shedload of cash was raised for good causes, and the swan was packed around 1pm, afternoon drinking. Number 6, The Gatehouse. Halfway through now. Admittedly, I used to walk past it to get to Nelson's for a dirty cocktail, but the Gatehouse Theatre on Eastgate Street is actually pretty amazing. Jason Manford, Ruby Wax, Jim Davidson, Gok Wan, Sarah Milliken, even Dick and Dom are some of the B-list celebrities booked in to appear at this old Victorian theatre in the coming months. Ticket prices are reasonable and, more importantly, there's a well-stocked bar. Number 7. Nightlife Say what you want about couture, casa... Revs, apothe- ap- apothec... Oh, sorry, the post house. People travel literally minutes for a night out in Stafford. So thank you, lucky stars, you don't live in Rugeley, Eccleshall or Penkridge because they'll pay a fortune in taxis to get back. Number eight, crime, or lack of. Whilst on a night out, you're less likely to be a victim of crime in our lovely little town as it's well under Staffordshire Police's average crime rate ahead of areas like Cannock Chase, East Staffs and Stoke-on-Trent ofs. I once left a shopping bag in Costa Coffee and some kind Samaritan handed it in. Either that or they didn't like the look of what I bought. Number nine, jobs. Or that might be because they could afford their own Love Island t-shirt from Primark. Figures show that just 1% of the working population of Stafford are claiming job seekers allowance. That's one national average we're proud to be below. Number 10, culture and events. Hey, there's more going on in Stafford than the elastic in Boris Johnson's shorts when he goes for one of his morning runs. Modern-headed mugwam. Shakespeare at the castle. Classic car shows at the castle. The Cheese and Ale Festival. The Arts Festival. Loads of high house exhibitions. The Half Mariford, Christmas light switch-ons. Farmers' markets. There's zillions of events taking place in the town to keep us entertained. And there's also national events staged here. We recently held the British Ploughing Championships and the County Show Grand holds such prestigious events as the Parrot Society Convention and the UK Dolls House Fair. You can book online for those if you like. Number 11, Famous Faces. Stokes got Robbie Williams and Lemmy. Birmingham's got Lenny Henry and Jeff Lim. Well, Stafford has Neil Morrissey and that bald bloke from The One Show who's always hiding in the bushes with binoculars. Well, at least Rolls-Harris is pissed off now. And finally, number 12, Stafford Castle. Completing my dirty dozen is Stafford Castle. First made of timber and the inspiration for Ed Sheeran's monster hit earlier in the year. Okay, that might not be exactly true. But there has been a... For well over 900 years. Nowadays, it's a favourite of dog walkers and people who like to take photos of the weather. Well, there you have it, the first ever Stafford Speed. I hope you've enjoyed it and it's given you a taste of what's to come. If you'd like to have your say on any of the topics mentioned, please feel free to do so on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Stafford Speed. It'd also be great if you could give us a follow or a like by clicking on the little blue button. Until the next time, take care. See you soon.